Hi, this is Nidhi Ajay and you are listening to Hotspots, presented to you by Hotspur. Visit us at hotspur.in to get more information on what we do and what we have to offer. In today's episode of Literary Cinephiles, we are going to talk about the largest feminist icon, the creator of a whole new genre, and the truest goth queen, Mary Shelley. The monster she created is one of the most adapted and readapted characters in the history of fictional characters. If you aren't aware of Mary Shelley's book or need a quick recap, let me help you out. Victor Frankenstein goes away from home in order to fulfill his dream of being an academic genius. The knowledge he gains, specifically that of science, convinces him that he can create life on his own. He takes different parts of different dead bodies and stitches them together, a parody of a man of sorts, in order to experiment on him. His experience is successful and he creates a monster, a pseudo-living human being or whatever being with impeccable strength and strangely enough, feelings. I love how Mary Shelley explores what goes on in the monster's head and how he yearns like any living person for love and company. Anyway, Mary Shelley was 18 when she started writing the novel and it was published two years later. The first film on Shelley's masterpiece was called, you guessed it, Frankenstein, a 14-minute silent film directed by J. Dowley in 1910. The one vintage film I urge you to watch is James Wales's Frankenstein and its sequel, which by the way is better than the film itself, The Bride of Frankenstein. Lurch from the Addams Family, if you have seen the Addams Family, I hope, is based on Frankenstein's monster. Hammer Films in Britain have an entire series of films that are loosely based on Shelley's monster. To begin, consider watching The Cure of Frankenstein, who stars Christopher Lee as Frankenstein's monster, who is my personal favorite in the, lo- in the role. The film Mary Shelley's Frankenstein starring Robert De Niro is a fine adaptation and I think it is definitely worth a watch. Also worth considering is House of Dracula. It is like an eccentric get-together of the world's most infamous villains, namely Count Dracula, Frankenstein's monster and Wolfman. If you are a fan of that idea, you will love Hanna-Barbera, Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf which also includes our favorite literary villains. I recently watched The Frankenstein Chronicles. It isn't based on the Frankenstein monster, but um, it draws references from the book. And it also includes Mary Shelley as an important character in it. So I think that is super exciting. I mean, it was for me because I, I like binged watch the whole thing. It stars the lovely Sean Bean as the main character, which should be a reason good enough to watch the series. It is also fairly diverse. It does have people of color in important roles, which is a refreshing change. There was a trend in the late 80s about uh, pitting the Frankenstein's monster against other characters, mainly villains like the mummy or the werewolf. I personally am not a fan of that, but then if you think that will be cool, I suggest you check it out. There is no perfect adaptation of the novel yet. So I really hope 
that in the future we will be able to watch an ad- adaptation which is true to the book and which brings out you know these characteristics of empathy and of uh, love and loneliness which are a part of the book and which never get translated into film so yeah that's about it i'm signing off i'll see you next time goodbye Hi, this is Nithi Ajay and you are listening to Hotspots by Hotspur. Visit hotspur.in to find out more about what we do and what we have to offer. Today we are going to talk about the films from the 60s that were inspired by books. But before we dive deep into the literary big screen of the 60s, I want to mention that given the enormous volume of the fairly good films that we had, we are only focusing on the first half of the decade in this particular episode. Without further ado, let us begin with 1960. The first film that I want to talk about is The Time Machine, directed by George Pal and starring Rod Taylor. The film is inspired by H.G. Wells's 1895 novel of the same name. The film is very atmospheric and Rod Taylor does an excellent job of playing the misadventurous scientist who ends up in a dystopian world. Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho was also released in 1960 starring Anthony Perkins and Vera Miles. It is one of my favorite book to film adaptations. The book of the same name was published in 1959. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend you do even if you want to skip reading the novel. Breakfast at Tiffany's was released in 1961. One of the biggest triumphs of the 60s was based loosely on the book of the same name by Truman Capote. The film stars Audrey Hepburn and is known to be a vintage delight in pop culture. The children's film 101 Dalmatians was also released in the same year. It is based on the book by Dodie Smith, which by the way I highly recommend. I'm sure you must be familiar with the characters as several readaptations have been made for both the big screen and for animated television. It stars one of the most iconic villains of all times, Cruella Deville. There, you have a reason to watch it. Robert Mulligan's To Kill a Mockingbird, <clears throat> starring Gregory Peck, is a fairly good adaptation of Harper Lee's 1960 novel of the same name. The way the film explores race and justice has made it timeless and extremely essential. Lolita, a sensational film about an incestuous, abusive man obsessed with his daughter. He marries her mother to be with her. The story is outrageous. The screenplay was written by the author of the book himself, Vladimir Nabokov, and is directed by Stanley Kubrick. You definitely need to put that one on your list. Cleopatra is a 1963 American epic historical drama film written by Joseph L. M. based on the book The Life and the Times of Cleopatra by Carlo Maria Franzero. It is a very long film, I give it, but then it is also very entertaining and Elizabeth Taylor does a wonderful job. So if you're having a lazy Sunday, I recommend it. Mary Poppins Mary Poppins is a 1964 American musical fantasy film 
directed by Robert Stevenson and produced by Walt Disney. It is based on the books by P.L. Travers. If you need one more reason to watch it, it's got Julie Andrews in it. There you go. The Birds. The Birds is a 1963 American horror thriller film directed and produced by Alfred Hitchcock, loosely based on the 1952 story of the same name by Daphne du Maurier. So, Daphne du Maurier fans should totally check it out. It focuses on a series of sudden and unexplained violent bird attacks on the people of Bodega Bay, California, over the course of a few days. Tippi Hedren, who plays the main character, does a marvelous job. She later revealed that she was made to risk her life in order to shoot the most crucial scenes of the film. It is one of the top three Hitchcocks for me and I highly recommend it. If you are a fan of Secret Service Agents 007 films, I totally uh, recommend you watch Doctor No 1962, Thunderball 1965, Goldfinger 1964. The evolution of the Bond films is worth watching. Other books <clears throat> that were adapted to the big screen. Uh, the Haunting of the Hill House by Shirley Jackson, Lord of the Flies by William Golding, Dr. Zivago by Boris Pasternak, Of Human Bondage by Somerset Mogham, The Collector, John Fowles, The Last Man on Earth, which is a readaptation of I Am Legend by Richard Matheson, My Fair Lady based on George Bernard Shaw's Pygmalion, and for the fans of Agatha Christie, there is The Alphabet Murders, Ten Little Indians, and Murder Most Foul. It is important to note that the films from half a century ago do not use the same tropes or the techniques or the equipment as it is done now and must be watched for the sheer love of storytelling. I really hope you enjoyed listening to our f- favorite films being mentioned or are pumped to watch at least one of them. If you would like to receive a list of these films, feel free to DM us on Instagram at hotspur.in with your email address and we will make sure you have it. With this, I take your leave. Signing off, take care and stay safe.